Welcome to the Wealth is in the Details podcast. In this podcast, financial planner Peter Raskin helps families and business owners understand and prepare for their wealth journey. Along the way, thoughtful and detailed planning can provide clarity and confidence as clients confront a multitude of financial decisions. Listen in as Peter shares stories and insight into people's wealth journeys. Now, let's get into today's podcast. Hello and welcome to Wealth is in the Details with Peter Raskin from Raskin Planning Group. This podcast is part two of Peter's onboarding process at the Raskin Planning Group. He's shown us a bit about what it looks like for a client to call or to walk in and what those first steps look like. Now we're going to be continuing the conversation today. Good morning, Peter. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. All right. We've gone through the first three questions that I had with how do clients hear about your group? What's the first conversation look like? What is your process? And you gave us a great 30,000-foot view and kind of the big picture of it. But what are some of the specifics of the process? What can clients expect along the way? It is so important to, to understand how we work. And first, I'd like to just describe our team because we really do take a team approach to planning for our clients. And over time, our clients are working with all of us on the team. All right. So first, there's Catherine Broy. She's uh, what I would describe as our plan manufacturer. She's a CFP and digs really into a lot of the details of the planning. Uh, there's John Dobrutz who handles a lot of our investment implementation, and Ron Gans helps us with our insurance servicing and implementation, as well as retirement plan work. And we always have a college student intern who works for us uh, sometime between 15 and, and, and 30 hours a week, and that's always a great pleasure to have interns work with us. They're always always learning and, and helping us tremendously. So and I bet bring, our- a, bring a bit of energy too, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's and, great. and it's fun it's fun mentoring people. Yeah, absolutely. Our meetings are typically somewhere between 45 and 90 minutes long depending upon what we're trying to accomplish in that meeting. After that, I think it becomes it becomes really difficult for us and our clients to still concentrate and, yeah. <laughs> and get a lot done. Our first meeting is often in our office in downtown Boston. Uh, you'll be greeted when you enter the enter the office, and we have coffee, water, tea, whatever kind of beverage you'd like, mm-hmm. and we'll go into the conference room. If this is a first meeting, you may have brought some data with you, but that isn't always necessary. The first meeting is really a get-to-know-you meeting. You're trying to feel comfortable with us, and we want to describe what we do and how we do it. Mm-hmm. In that first meeting, you'll discuss your specific situation, your your major concerns, your objectives. I'll show you what our fee contract looks like and any necessary legal disclosures. And you'll know the cost before we begin. We'll we'll give you a document checklist and describe what we need from a data perspective. And that's that's really the oftentimes the first meeting. It's about understanding what we're what we're doing and for us to understand what your your primary objectives are. Peter, you said you said you have some data, or they may bring some data with them. What is the data, and why do you guys need it? Great question. So our focus is in building a, a financial plan or showing projections about our client's financial circumstance. Mm-hmm. We think of it as a financial condition model. And in order to do that, we need 
data or the details of their financial life. We need to know what their financial accounts look like, their investments, their retirement accounts, their insurance. We like to see uh, pay stubs. We want to see tax returns, estate planning documents, anything that is important to their financial life, including mortgage information and bank accounts and all that. Mm -hmm. So it's really important that we gather that data so that we can then build the necessary plan. The, the more detail, the more accurate our planning projections are. Got it. And that's, that's what we need. Yeah, it, it sounds like it's, you're almost performing almost like an inspection, if you will, uh, as though a mechanic would perform an inspection on a, on a vehicle. You're, you're hoping to help this person get from point A to point B in their financial life or a mechanic's helping somebody get point A to point B in their vehicle life. And all these pieces of data, whether it be the retirement, whether it be investments, it's kind of like looking at the electrical system or the engine or the fuel system or the transmission. And if you don't have all those pieces or you can't have access to all that to look at all of it, you're missing some key components to get you through that journey. Exactly. All right. And I think that how important that is to really get a clear picture and opening up the hood of the car mm-hmm. is a great analogy. Great. And one of the things that we use to really gather that data is a, a website. We actually build a website for each of our clients hmm. that we use extensively in the planning process. It's a great tool. Many of our clients appreciate uh, how it works and its value. I will say that others aren't interested in, and don't really use it, but this is the client's own personalized, secure website that is a portal to their financial world. And that's where we build our models. And we're always coming back to that on an ongoing basis. And our clients can see everything on this website. So if they've got accounts at uh, any sort of financial institution that uh, gives us that access, or uh, we can access that data and we get daily downloads of, of their financial data, including uh, if the client wants bank accounts, mortgage information, investment accounts, retirement plans, uh, and even budgeting if, if the client uh, wants to go that far. Hmm, that's great. And part of our, our process is helping them make these connections. We're trying to aggregate the data. So there's a tool on the website where the client Again, and it's a very secure website. The client can authorize our website to gather information directly from their financial institutions, and then their accounts are uploaded and updated on a daily basis. And that's very helpful, especially as we're going through the process of the planning, which could take two, three, six months to to complete. And so we're dealing, we want to deal with current values. Great. Peter, do you have somebody that helps walk your clients through that website, learning how to use it or utilize it to their benefit? Yeah, great question. One of the steps in our process is a meeting with Catherine. And we usually do this uh, via a conference call where Catherine will spend 20 to 40 minutes. It doesn't need to take a long time, Mm -hmm. but to introduce them to the website, really give them a tour and help them make connections, uh, help them understand how, how to utilize it. And we're always available as time goes on to walk the client through that. I I will say that sometimes these connections 
they might get lost for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. The financial institution um, disconnects us from their website mm-hmm. uh, for security purposes. And sometimes the clients need to reconnect and Catherine can help with that as well. Yeah, there's always some sort of update that needs to be done on on any website or any software program. So that's that's pretty much standard these days. Yeah, that's and great. A couple that you... of other features I got would be helpful to describe is mm-hmm. uh, one is a, a vault where a client can actually store documents, tax returns, passports, upload as estate planning documents. And it's a vault that's uh, they get very secure, private. We're not given access to it unless the client gives us access. So it's really their personalized filing cabinet for for documents that are electronic. Okay, it's a digital vault then. Mm-hmm, exactly. Oh, great. Yeah. And then we also have available to us a, a, a fantastic budgeting tool where clients can actually track their their expenditures on an ongoing basis. And that we connect with your credit cards, we connect with your your checking accounts, and we're able to uh, really track on a daily basis all your expenditures and then categorize it. So it's a it's a great tool if clients want to utilize it. Yeah, it sounds like they can use as much or as little as they feel comfortable with uh, on this website or on this on these programs. Exactly. That's great. Another tool we use, which is not part of this website, it's a it's a separate strategy that we use, is a is a risk tolerance questionnaire. And this is also done online. Uh, as soon as a client uh, comes uh, on board, we send an email invite. It takes about five or 10 minutes to complete. Mm-hmm. And it helps us really frame the issue around risk, understanding expectations. And it's really a discussion starting point about volatility and return expectations. Got it. So how does the client get us the data? Well, uh, as I mentioned, sometimes they bring it to us mail it to us, email it to us. Uh, They can upload it to their vault. So there's lots of ways for clients to get the necessary documents to us to help us understand their current situation. I will say that this is really, for a lot of clients, the time consuming, the hardest part. Other clients are very well organized and they got a handle on everything. I would say probably more often than not, clients need to spend a little bit of time gathering the information. It's not always the fun part, but we try to make it as simple as possible. We don't slow down the planning process until we feel like we've gotten every single bit. We think having a lot of information is helpful, but we also realize that people have lives and Mm -hmm. it takes time to get us the information. And that's not always possible every single day, week or month of the year. Yeah. I have just an example that I'm working with a new client now who is an avid Red Sox fan. Hmm. And uh, as of last night, the the Red Sox won the World Series. But he told us about uh, uh, about two weeks ago that there's no way that he'll be able <laughs> to get us any information until this, the, the Red Sox have completed uh, the, the their championship run. Uh, now we're there. Yep. So I'm hopeful that we can gather the information that we need. Yeah, that's right. And and so now this week is celebration week for him. So now you got another week to wait. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then he'll be ready <laughs> to put in some work. That's great. So after after we we gather this hard data, uh that's when we really uh, schedule the, the third meeting and that's one where where we're really crystallizing objectives. We're not 
worried as much about the detail as we are about what does the client want and when do they want to have it. Mm-hmm. It's really an important step. This is often done in person, but we often will do conference calls as well. We really want to meet our clients where they want us mm-hmm. to meet them. So if it's in, in our office, if it's uh, on the telephone, if it's in their, their resident or business, you know, we're, we're flexible. Oh, that's and great. So you'll, you'll actually go to their house if they need you to. Yeah, we do like them to come in because we have a lot of the tools in our office that are real helpful mm-hmm. to, to present information, but it's not it's not absolutely necessary. That's great, Peter. So I would say once we've, we've gathered all the information, we have a deep understanding of goals, then we build the plan. This is where Catherine, as the plan manufacturer, really uh, rolls up her sleeves and starts, starts building the plan utilizing our wealth management uh, website. And this usually takes one to three weeks of preparation. Uh, mm-hmm. it, does, it is time consuming. And depending upon our, uh, our queue of plans that we're working on and updating will determine uh, how long it takes. So that's, that brings us to uh, the fourth meeting. And, and this, is, this is, I think, the, the, the culmination of all the hard work the clients put in and our hard work and understanding their, their circumstance. And I call this the plan try-on, mm. where we actually present a plan or a draft of a plan. I would say every plan that we present is always a draft because it's a moving, living document. That's a great way to describe it. As people's lives are, are, are changing and new things come up and their goals change, and that's what our plan is. So it's a point in time, but we really stress that it is just a point in time. As we present and run through the plan in this plan try-on, we really help them understand uh, the different scenarios, the modeling, how the, the planning is put together. And then we're discussing their priorities, what's most important to them. And along the way, we're making specific strategy recommendations. That's this process. It's not you give us data, we produce the plan, and we're done. It's the client gives us their information. We produce projections and show them lots and lots of different scenarios and alternatives and ways to improve their situation. At this point, I find that the light goes on for a lot of clients. They say, well, oh, we can do this. We can do that. We could might be able to retire earlier, maybe later, maybe gift more to kids, maybe make significant charitable gifts. Maybe we should downsize our home. Maybe we should upsize and buy a second home. So it really opens up possibilities. And again, back to that dreaming stage of, of our plan process, our visualization, it helps clients really understand what they can do or what they can't do. And that's an important um, part of the process as well. Oh, definitely. Definitely. After we've completed the fourth meeting, I think of the next stage of the planning process as the implementation stage. Mm -hmm. A good plan, it may be wonderfully drafted and produced, but if it's not implemented, it really doesn't do anyone any good. This implementation stage might take, frankly, a couple months, a couple years. It really depends upon the client and, and how quickly they want to move forward. And implementation is really different for every client. Sometimes it's subtle allocation changes to their investments or retirement accounts. Sometimes it's changes to their risk tolerance. Mm-hmm. We may get their estate planning attorney, their accountant involved, their banker. We 
make recommendations and prioritize what's going to happen next. We give the client, these are things that you should want to take care of, or you have agreed to take care of. And then we can step back and we can act as the quarterback and guide them through the, this whole process. And that's when John and Ron on our team are getting more involved at, at this implementation stage. Peter, you said that John and Ron really get more involved at this point. Are John and Ron the main point of contact for your clients then? No, I would say I still am that relationship point person. Okay. Uh, the clients are often, they're calling me uh, when there's a, if the clients are having us manage their financial assets, mm-hmm. uh, there's a transaction or they want a distribution or make a deposit or a change in the accounts, they may contact John and Ron to, to do that. But for the most part, they're working directly through me. This part of the of the planning, usually over the first 12 months, is where I'm the primary uh, go-to contact person for, for the firm. Got it. And now that the, the plan is done and it's implemented, where do we go from here? Yeah, and I, I would say this is probably the most satisfying part of the of planning for us is that over a 12-month period, you, you really do develop a, a special relationship with our clients. That's what we hope for. Mm-hmm. And on an ongoing basis, it's helping them manage and track their financial objectives. That to us is the fun part. As we're, we're helping, as we're watching, as, as our clients are interacting back with us about their situation, we're get, getting calls mid-year to discuss tax planning issues, cash flow changes, planned and un, unplanned aspects of life. Those are all the, the things that, that we enjoy Uh, hearing about and and Mm -hmm. want to know about. So both the the good and wonderful and I'd say the difficult and painful parts of of people's lives is is really is most important for us. And and we we do that uh, hoping that the clients will call us when when things happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also we reach out to our clients. On a regular basis, we're reaching out. That may be quarterly newsletters. It may be uh, when bad things happen in the market, we may send out our perspective on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then at least once a year, we're initiating a financial planning review. Okay. And and that's really so important to us. So after about 12 months, once the initial plan is completed, uh, we send a letter to uh, our clients with all the assumptions from the previous year and a Mm -hmm. questionnaire. And we ask, have there been any changes? There are usually some. So we schedule a meeting, again, usually a conference call to discuss what's happened and and these changes. Uh, Once we have that call, we'll update their financial models and make a determination. Has anything changed? Do we need to make any other recommendations? And usually we do. Second year, third year, fourth year, we're still implementing their financial plan. It takes time. So we like to meet with our clients once once that planning update is done, at least once a year and make mm-hmm. any necessary recommendations. And that's really, again, the most gratifying part of our work is seeing them through this process, not just once, but over the years. And I think clients really appreciate that interest in their financial world. 
Yeah, I think that that would be great. You know, from your perspective, you get to see these families grow and you get to see businesses thrive and help in situations where there may be some things that happen in a family. Like, I mean, death happens and sometimes there's a downturn in business, but being able to walk beside your client and help them through that is, is so important. And I know that communication is key. Kind of going back to that analogy we used earlier with the car, audience, if you have, you know, a, a situation with your car, if you hear a knocking noise, that's when you want to call your mechanic, not when you're on the side of the road and then calling him saying, hey, it's on fire. <laughs> you know, that may be a little bit too late. So when things happen in your life, reach out to Peter and have that conversation. Say, hey, here's something that's coming up. Or, hey, I've got good news. My daughter's going to get married and, and I need $50,000 for the down payment for a wedding. Those are things your financial advisor needs to hear about <laughs> sooner yeah. rather than later, I would assume. Right, Peter? Exactly. Just, just an example, uh, recently, a, a very hardworking uh, executive at a large financial service company in Boston is, is, a, is a client and we're, we're doing his second year renewal. And his work is such where it's you know, 12 hour days, lots mm. and lots of pressure. He reports to a very high level executive. And it's really, it's been a grind mm. and it's becoming more of a grind. His kids are, are mostly independent. Uh, he's And he's recently shared with me that he's really up for a lifestyle change. He wants to live a bit. Also, he's in a transition with his parents. His, his parents are elderly. They're failing. Mm. And he just knows that there's more things to life than work. And so we just had an update meeting, and he shared with me his thoughts. And he's really considering retirement, uh, making a change. And our plan that we did last year suggested to him and I think he can feel this way with confidence that that he can do these things. Wow, that's great. So he, that's really the, the the fun part, and 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 where where we think we add value is not just the first year, but the second, third, and tenth year of, of a relationship. Peter, I'd say having that long term relationship with an advisor, uh, with a professional, is so vitally important. Can you give us another example of a client that you've? worked with that kind of had some decisions to make or, or had an idea, a concept of what they wanted to do and, and how they brought it to you. And you guys kind of worked through that. Sure. Um, I've got another client that really, they've been clients of mine for probably about eight to 10 years. So they're very engaged in the planning process. They're both approaching retirement, working right now and working hard. But They've got a child who lives in the Seattle area. This is a, a mm. Boston client, and this child has uh, has children. So my client's grandchildren are out in Seattle, long long way away, mm -hmm. and they would love to spend more time with them. That's a real important goal of theirs. And they have for a long time thought that they would rent an apartment out there or buy something. And recently they called us up and said, this, this is what we want. We've seen the apartment. We love it. We want to buy it. But they'd like us to model or show how this would affect their financial plan. Mm -hmm. We did some, some modeling. We showed them purchasing this second home, not renting it. We showed, uh, we modeled them renting it, Airbnb, uh, providing Airbnb services, mm -hmm. an additional income. And we gave them lots of alternatives. And we actually had a conference call with their accountant and dealt with the tax issues. And it turned out that if they were to retain this, this property and retain their, the, the new property and retain the old property, that it would cost them a fair bit of money each and every year, but they could afford it as 
over in the short run. Mm -hmm. In the long run, it became less affordable and it was pretty it's pretty clear that they need to eventually sell their Boston-based property and move out there full time. Mm -hmm. But the helpful part of this planning process was that they now have options, that they now understand what the consequences of their decision is. Last time I heard, which was uh, late last week, they hadn't made a decision yet, mm-hmm. but they will make a good decision for them because they've got the information that they need. And, and they felt so comfortable w- with it. They still have to, th- the hard part is now deciding yeah. whether they want this property or not, but at least they, they've got the data to be able to uh, to make the decision that's best for them. Yeah, absolutely. And, and being able to provide them those options and also a, a relatively clear timeline. You know, this is, like you said, in the short term, this would be, this could be doable. Uh, but in the long term, this is going to, you know, how it's going to kind of affect you. So being able to say, okay, I'm not interested in leaving Boston next year, but maybe in three or four years, we would be okay with that. And that fits in the timeline. At least they have all those different things, you know, whatever that timeline is or whatever those options are. They have all the information that they can make a good decision now and, and go back together and regroup and probably talk to their kids about it and talk, you know, talk amongst themselves and then come back to you and really have a, a good plan to move forward. And you'll be with them every step of the way after that, too. So that's the that's the beauty of it. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, do you have any final thoughts for today, Peter? Having a financial plan done is an ongoing life event. It never ends. So planning mm-hmm. is something that that we think is something that's so important and should be really done on an ongoing basis. Absolutely. And everybody listening, thank you so much for joining us and the Wealth is in the Details podcast with Peter Raskin. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Peter comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Raskin Planning Group, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Wealth is in the Details podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Peter Raskin is a registered representative of Lincoln Financial Advisors. Securities offered through Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation, a broker, dealer, member SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Sagemark Consulting, a division of Lincoln Financial Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Insurance offered through Lincoln Affiliates and other fine companies. Raskin Planning Group is not an affiliate of Lincoln Financial Advisors. Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation and its representatives do not provide legal or tax advice. You may want to consult a legal or tax advisor regarding any legal or tax information as it relates to your personal circumstances.